What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. Happy Monday. Or whenever you're listening to this. Or whenever you're listening to this later in the week because you had a long week and you needed something by midday. And Ryan from Miami. Watermelon sugar. Hi. What? Are you eating watermelon right now? I am. Is there sugar on it? No. Should I put sugar on watermelon, actually? You don't need to. It's actually sweet enough. You're supposed to put salt. Yeah, I was going to say, salt killed. I mean, at least that's what I heard when I was growing up. Like, yeah, I, I right. was never, and I'm still not, I'm, I'm not a huge watermelon fan. Me neither. I, I'll eat one every now and then, like, if it gets, you know, cut up into slices. and I don't I, even do that. I get, like, the itchy gums thing from it. I think I'm what? allergic to it. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, the, yeah, that's that's definitely an allergy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you should you should stop eating that gums. immediately. Yeah, I'm I do fine. It's though. just you know my mouth is itchy. It's weird. I it's, love watermelon. I I like it. it. It's 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 nice, but then my mouth gets itchy after. It's like, that's mm -mm. It's anytime you have to say that, doesn't matter what it is. Don't don't do that. It's a confusing time for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is nothing more satisfying though as a child getting a big chunk of watermelon and just diving face first into it. Have you See, seen chocolate? I <laughs> <laughs> I get really, really upset actually when I order like there, you know, we'll, we'll be somewhere for like breakfast or brunch and it's like, Hey, we've got a fruit bowl. And I'm like, awesome. And then it's like all melon. It's melon, cantaloupe and watermelon. You're like, Sick. this is not, no. Love this. What did you want? Grapes? Like, what do you, what do you, what are you missing? From Absolutely. Your fruit I want, I want grapes. I want apple. I want uh, strawberries, strawberries, blueberries. Come on. Well, well, you just want it all, huh? You just want all yeah, of it. I want like, mixed fruit. I would, I would honestly rather pay more for a good, like, bowl of fruit and know that I'm getting something that I'm going to eat than get, like, oh, here's a couple of melon slices and one grape. What do you got to get some melons from? It's a treat when you get some pineapple in there, too. Ooh. That's, that's exotic. exotic. That's, that's, so exotic. that's very exotic. Ooh. Hot I take. like it though. Hot take: breakfast fruit cups—they're not very good. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, uh, we're very happy to be with you guys as always. Um, I, I want to start out. Who won the poll? The people have spoken. It is too early for Christmas. We are on the right side of history. Thank you, everyone. By the way, barely. It was about. Yeah, it was close. It was closer There's than I wanted it to be. I. There's a lot of people in my fan club that like celebrating Christmas on November 1st. Thank you very much. I, I got to. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I know. Don't, I know, don't I know. say I know, what you're I know, about I know, to I say. Know. Yeah. I see don't. You looking at me. That's... Don't do this. Do it. Chris. Do it. I, I will do quit it. this podcast right now. Do it. Don't say it. Do it. Being that it's that close, I, I kind of. You kind of want to do it. Now. I kind of want to do no! it. No, don't do it. It's not. Ryan. It's not happening. It's not there yet. All right, but but here here's okay. No, no, I I do think I I would. I'm not saying like I want to put up Christmas decorations yet. I wait until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, you, you do. do. No, yeah, you do. Come on. No, no, yeah, you do. You want them up. I don't know. I you just want to be in the season. You want to yeah. be in the spirit. Here's the thing. That's okay. You know why? Because it's November fifteenth right now. Not. The first. You gave it two weeks before even getting into the spirit of it's wanting to do it. It's still too early. It's still Stop too early. It. Stop it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm gonna leave, I, I don't want to make this seem like an unimportant poll that we did for the hot take because 
I was the one leading it, and now I feel like I'm flip-flopping. I'm going to stop. Um, but, Ryan, we need to talk. Uh, no, after. Yeah, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> Christmas jammies. Christmas jammies. Knock some Christmas sense jammies. back into you. Um, <laughs> I just got punched. <laughs> uh, fantasy update. No. Oh, Moving gosh. on. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on from no? fantasy. No, we well, don't even want to talk about it. Oh no, I'm I'm Not happy. I'm happy to bring it up. So Chris and I are playing each other this week, and I only need you need Henderson and George Kittle to score like negative thirty points, <laughs> and then if the LA Rams defense scores all the touchdowns, then I will still are. probably lose by five. So you can count me out on this week. It's uh, I mean, you're saying there's a chance. There, it's not a zero percent. It's not zero. It's I have a one percent. I have a one percent chance of winning right now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Justin Herbert and the stupid Chargers and your stupid faces. Thank you, Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, C.D. Lamb, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. It's it was a good it was a good week for me. Um, Ryan Bass is beating Michael Ray currently. Michael. I'm not celebrating. He has one left no, to no, play. No, 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 no. He has, he has one left yeah. to play, and he should have two left to play, but he left a player in on a bye. Um, and I feel like it, it's kind of a split thing with fantasy football, right? Like, you can leave a bye player in if you just don't want to drop somebody off your bench. Correct. But it, it also looks like you're not trying. Um, Stacey O'Neill and uh, Jeremy are actually really close. It should be Stacey, but... Mm, we'll see. Um, <laughs> wait, hang on. Uh, no, no, it's <laughs> Stacy and I'm sorry, it's Stacy and Nick Pate. Yeah, I got I got that way wrong. Jeremy's playing Jimmy Allen, which is a guaranteed win unless your name is Haley. Um, <laughs> and then John Stone is destroying just, everyone. Mean, he is well, he is crushing Haley right now. By Even if you. Even if you, 60 points. <laughs> even if you add my benched points, I have like 90 points because I have 7.9 points on my bench. That's how bad my team is right now. I have six people injured. That's not good. Six. Not Wolf. good. I don't Wolf. even think John Stone updates his lineup. Like, I think he just Actually, every week is dominating. He did update his lineup this week. No, oh, that's unfortunate for you, Bear. I text him. <laughs> <laughs> he had three Collusion. players. He had three players on by. Collusion? Week. No, that's I told him up. Go update your lineup, just like uh, she has done and Josh has done against me. Okay, but I you, you, This is a competition, guys. It's cutthroat. Let's go. Even if even if Michael didn't change his lineup, he still would have beat you. But this, you changed the outcome. You're one of the refs from the Bears game. Oh God, this is ridiculous. Okay. Um. <laughs> Let's go to music first. Music. I had shows this weekend. He back. It was awesome. Um, Where'd you go? So add two shows. One was was a radio show uh, down in Florida, and then one was in Arizona, and uh, had a couple of uh, of radio stations there. One that 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 was not their show. Uh, just decided to come out. Uh, Kim FM out in Tucson which was really, really cool. A guy named Buzz, that's the the PD there. Him and his wife came out, um, which is really cool, man. You know, I, it, it's it's random when you've got somebody that you've met in radio and they just like, hey, it's not my show, but uh, going to come swing by. That's a cool feeling. Yeah, it was really cool. 
And then, uh, obviously, we were in Chandler, Arizona, which is right there near Phoenix. So uh, KMLE did an interview with them. They introduced the show. And it was really weird because I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. It was just uh, an acoustic show. Just me in a theater. And I haven't done one of those in a long, long time. And my voice, you know how you have some, we have one of those days, or actually in this case, the whole weekend where your voice feels just like really good. You can do anything. Yeah. It was that. And uh, I was supposed to play for like 75 to 90 minutes. And that's how they'll write contracts sometimes. Well, they're, they're like, we at least want 75, but if you go 90, it's okay. And um, got to 90 minutes, kind of looked back, and they did like the keep going. You're good. So kept playing, came off stage, and at an acoustic show, the crowd was so loud, I had to come back out and do one more song. How long did so, you playing? Almost two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was a little over, it was between like 100 and 110. Yeah. So it, it was really fun, man. I, I had a blast. And, um, you know, then we had to get up really, really early because we had to fly from Arizona at like 9 a.m., to Tampa Bay <laughs> um, to be able to get there in time to, to go do the show. Uh, and, and it was great because it normally when they do, you know, like 10 man jams or five man jams or what, like six man, whatever it is, it, the radio station will have, you know, multiple groups rotate. So it's like group number one goes song, song, song all the way down the line. And then they start at the beginning of song, song, song. And they do like three or four and they leave and then there's turnover and then a new group comes back out. Right. And then they play songs. And this one was all five of us on stage, six of us technically, because I'll explain in just a second, but um, all six of us on stage uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I just said, I said Tampa, which I know that's their yeah, but we were in St. Petersburg. Technically. So you were in Tampa Bay, but technically you were in the technically, park. Technically, yeah. Go. Let's go. Um, but it was great because it was Parker McCollum, Maddie and Tay, me, Jordan Davis, and Matt Stell. It's awesome. So all people I know, all people that know each other, there was no like, oh, hey, getting to know you moment. Like everybody was goofing around on stage. and Yeah, it's all really comfortable. Yeah, and normal. Uh, this may sound bad. Normally when you do those, there's like one person that feels the need to talk like for 15 minutes before every song. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm, again, I love to talk. I like to introduce songs with stories, but I try not to be like the guy where somebody's sitting in the audience going, Play Oh the my so God. Play the song. <laughs> oh, you um, heard, you heard me yell that. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> so I have I have three takeaways from the uh, WQIK guitar pull. If okay. you would, if you would like, nice. I'd like to give By the way, I was going to get to the fact that it was QIK, but thank you for dropping the name of the station. You're welcome. You're welcome, Lana. Love you. Great. Nice. We love them. Thanks. Thanks for the hookup. Um, so three takeaways from the WQIK guitar pull. Number one, the chemistry between all six artists was really cool. Like I loved that all of you were so into each other's jams. Like Maddie and Tay were jamming the entire night when everybody was, was doing their songs, which was really cool. Like, and 
I, that, that was my first experience at a full like five slash six person acoustic show. That's not normally how it goes, right? Like that, it seemed like everybody was just jamming with each other, which okay, made it even so more I'm, fun for the crowd. I'm not wrong for saying that. It did seem like there was really good chemistry on stage with everybody. Yes. Yes. Number two, and this was a takeaway for Jordan Davis, which I, I love Jordan Davis. I love his music. Man, was he electric. Like I, I hadn't had an opportunity to see him live. And just the takeaway from Jordan is, and this is what Matt Stell says, he is all Whiskers team, man. That is a hell of a beard <laughs> from Jordan Davis. I, I also want to call out, I, I leaned back and looked at my guitar player and said, listen to this one. This one's great. When he started playing Detours. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Great jam. And then the third takeaway, and this is just, I was blown away by Parker McCollum absolutely positively blown away that kid is going to be an absolute stud his vocals are insane he can absolutely command a room and it was it was dead silent when he was singing pretty hard and just to hear i mean everybody was in tune with it man i was so impressed with parker mccollum so that kid's definitely on the rise and i do have to shout out parker mccollum because the last couple years we've had a friendly wager about who was going to have the better record not this year but the past couple of years between the Texans and the Cowboys. And he was like, I think Chris owes me some money into the microphone. And then backstage totally copped to the fact that even missing Dak Prescott last year, the Cowboys had a better record <laughs> than the Texans. So, uh, and he goes, Oh, I know. I was just doing it for fun. I was like, that's not cool. Like, don't do that on the mic. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't act like I owe you money. <laughs> Jordan Davis also got booed when he brought up LSU because you're in Florida Gator country. You know? uh, I mean, Jordan you gotta, Davis you got booed about. before one of my songs because he brought up Tom Brady's recent performance, <laughs> which we'll get to in a second. But then I was like, hey, dude, do that before your song. Don't do that before I sing. No. It was great. No, um, that was a really cool setting, a really intimate show, and obviously awesome to see you, see why in person. But uh, just to have that crew up there, man, the chemistry was awesome. It was a great, great night. Dude, I, you said crew up there. I thought he said corrupt for a second. It's all I heard. I was like, what? Um, oh, yeah. I have a boost of um, watermelon. Oh, God. No, no, no. no, 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 no Get to the mic. No. Nobody wants this ASMR. No, 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 no. Um, it, it was an incredible weekend. That's all I wanted to say. I just uh, I, I feel really lucky and blessed when I have weekends like that where you know, outside of like little hiccups here and there, everything runs smoothly and everybody was awesome. So if you're listening to this, you're at either one of those shows. Thank you so much. And shout out to country radio for being awesome. So it was a, it was a whole lot of fun. And I got to do at the end of a bar, both places. And, uh, that the one in Tampa might've St. Petersburg technically, um, might've been the best acoustic performance I've done of it by myself. Well, cause ah. you said you said your vocal, what, what your gives? vocal was just like I'm. I'm it in. was there. Yeah. I can do whatever I wanted. Yeah, it it was really special, and I don't say that. Yeah, because it's me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't. I'll be like I was really good. Do you have a ver like this is how I feel when anytime I sing. I think we talked about this. There is a version of me floating above me, looking down on me, going, "That's nope. You're not good enough. Nope. That wasn't that wasn't quite it. Do you have that, or is it just more you set the bar super high and um, I, you know, for me, it's, I, I understand and I've been, you know, around so many fantastic singers over the years, like 
I, I'm never afraid to get up on stage next to anyone in the world and sing. Yeah. And call that confident, cocky, whatever you want. I think I, time spent. I, you have to be able to be that way. Yeah. If, if you're going to be aiming for the top of your profession. But I also have nights where it's like, man, you, you go in and you've been sick. Or, hey, this is show four in a row and... You know, we've been doing 90 minute shows every night. My voice is a little crispy. It's like it, yep. that happens. That's real life. And I don't, you know, we've talked about it before. I, I, I don't do anything to affect my vocal live. <laughs> there's no, that's the way to put that. Yeah, yeah, there's no, uh, I don't. You're not like so, gargling salt water before you go no, on stage. That's not what we're talking about. Like, uh, processing before it hits the speakers yeah like something that would possibly be done at front of house to <coughs> make the like an auto tune yeah auto-tune. I, and by the way it's sometimes to my detriment but i, I just it's supposed to be live yeah. and and sometimes you get lucky and you have a weekend like that and it, it was just awesome it's a really good i had feeling. a really yeah i like i woke up today feeling really happy because i felt like i gave everybody that showed up my best yep and if they leave going not for me then it's not <laughs> yeah then it's definitely not for them because you right you came out and did it yeah so it was just a great weekend and i may have been talking too much sorry guys but uh really really fun and then i want to do <laughs> i have so many songs i i made a list so for like the next several weeks i have my what are you listening to like in order ready to go perfect so do you, do you want to read I, it? Do I need to go first? Sure. Here, I'll go first. Ryan, start looking yours up right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, they're, well, they're, I bet they're Ryan, actually, I bet Ryan picks a song from last night. Right. They're actually kind of both. Rock, oh man. Um, and they're both kind of classics. Uh, I'll just go with the first one. This actually came on randomly. Um, at breakfast, I was like, this is not normally something I hear while I'm sitting <laughs> at breakfast, but um, Interstate Love Song, Stone Temple oh, Pilots. classic. So good. Yeah. So good. One of my favorite, I mean, you can call that rock, right? That's oh, rock. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, did, I didn't know somebody was going to get mad at me. Like, no, it's alternative. Like, Oh, no. I, they can, you yeah. know, come at me I, in the DMs. I dare That you. is one of my favorite rock songs of all time. Seriously. That band, did you ever see them when they oh, were? Oh my God, so good. They were so good. It was the loudest concert I'd ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> like I'm not, that's not hyperbole. It was literally, I was like, oh my, I have to like plug my ears a little bit. It's so loud. But one of the most impressive bands I have ever seen. But, they, ama- but amazing. Um, <laughs> they sound exactly like the record. Like it is, that is that oh. band. It, they are, they are, the sum is bigger than the parts. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a whole thing. You know what? There's no rule against this. I'm going to double up this week. I'm going to double up this week. Wow. Um, In fact, since I keep saying week so much, one week, Bare Naked Ladies. (laughs) Are you, did you hack my iPod from like 2002? (laughs) Let's go. It was also a breakfast I (laughs) I made a joke and somebody has, I've been here the whole week and I went, it's been one week. That was what the guy goes. Our our uh, our server just looked at me and goes, "Did you just bare naked ladies?" Because all yeah. I did is go, "It's banned." Yep. And immediately, you know what I'm singing. 
Right. Like you if, hit that perfectly, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I think that's actually the, the actual <laughs> note, too. It's the same thing it's with like close. some. <laughs> like all you have to say is one word. Yes. <laughs> that's great. This should be a whole segment at some point. How like can we do it in one? Can you do it in one note? In I one like note. that. Actually, how about next week? We're one note next Ooh. week on a song and see if we can get it. One note on a song. One all note right. song. One note. I like that. We're gonna add that for next week. All right, Josh, what do you got? Mine is also a throwback. Um I saw this in a commercial while I was on hour seven of watching Bon Appetit TV. Because that's what I do at home <laughs> when I'm not watching basketball. Um, I don't even know what that is. It's so Bon Appetit. Is this like Food Network? Sort of. So Bon Appetit is a is a magazine. And then they started filming their test kitchen in New York and making segments out of it. That's really it. So it's like, hmm. This is way up his alley. It's like B-League B Food Network, but like I like all of the people and the dishes are cool and there's they're just cool now, stuff. Now I got to go check this out. Yeah. Do they have a guy Fietti though? I, if there's no diners, dive in Did and drive. Did you say Fietti? 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 I don't believe anyone has a guy Fietti. Guy Fietti. That's how you say it. Is I'm it? telling you, it's yes, it's Guy Fietti. With, with a T? Yes. Well, he's he's pronouncing it as... You guys are making me question myself I, right now, and I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Guy well, mainly, Guy mainly because because the Guy only Fieri. way I've, I've ever heard it pronounced is Fieri. But and that's is it from Fieri? the TV because, wait, 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 because what Ryan is doing is pronouncing it as if it is Italian, which it may okay, be. Here it is. Here it is. Twenty five things according to Delish.com. I love Delish.com. Our friends over there. Fieri is pronounced Fee F E E dash Eddie. So, Guy Fietti, which is exactly yeah. how I was pronouncing it. Thank so you. why is he allowing people to call it the wrong name for the last, I don't know, 25 years? Right. I will I don't say. I always trust Google. Okay? We, we did talk about this, though. Travis Kelsey's real last name is actually Kels. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't know. But, whatever. The, but that's only been like a little while, you know? Yeah, he only came out with that like last year, I think. In any event... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching a I was watching Bon Appetit and this commercial kept coming on, but it was for a Samsung washer and dryer, and they were playing <laughs> they were playing what? the melody of "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley on using the buttons on it to play the whole thing. I was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." So then I started playing that song, and here we are. Rick rolled by, by my own team. <laughs> All right. And by the way, was that was that delish.com that you were looking this up on? Oh, it was delish.com. What's com. really funny is that this pops up if you look, how do you pronounce Fieri in Italian? Which is what it is. Fieri pronounced Fieri with the E-R-I trilled Italian style for anyone wondering why the R sounds more like a T or a D. Was born Guy Ferry. F-E-R-R-Y. And he changed it back to the original way his family spelled the name Fieri in 1995. So that may be part of why he doesn't care necessarily if people pronounce it. My mind is blown right now. There's a lot going on, man. I'm really glad tomato. my name is five letters at the front, five <laughs> letters at the back, and very simple. Tomato, tomato, right? Tomato, tomato. Well, I mean, it, I guess, it's, you know, look, we go into this all the time. It's really up to him, right? It's his name. It's true. Mm -hmm. Also, the Rick Astley, the Rick Astley thing. Mm -hmm. I know we're jumping around. Sorry, guys. 
my favorite Rick roll that I've ever seen is a guy got the QR code that when you scan and as a tattoo, that when you scan the <laughs> QR code, it takes you to Rick Astley. Like the YouTube video? You up, the video on the internet. <laughs> That's incredible. It's fantastic. That's incredible. If they ever change it, then he's going to have to figure out what the hell to do with that. It's taken down by copyright. You're like, oh, no. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no. Bear, what you got? Well, I'm also doing a throwback today. Um, sometimes when you go get your toes done, uh, all nail salons have old playlists and you hear songs that you haven't heard in a while. So I'm going back to S Club 7, Never Had a Dream Come True. <laughs> that song was on and I just started like swaying in my chair and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot all about this song. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh It's from 2000. Mhm. Did not see that one coming, I got to be honest. Mhm. I mean, we're all kind of being weird today. Yeah, so. this is good. Ryan, you're going <laughs> to throw it off. Be our anchor, Ryan. I mean, I feel like I have to get weird with my friends, right? If my friends are getting weird, I can't be, you know, <laughs> oh, no. normal normal guy. I will say no. there's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy getting weird with my friends. Rephrase, um, rephrase. Backtrack, backtrack. I was going to go with a song from the show last night, as Josh so eloquently predicted. So that song was going to be To Be Loved By You by Parker McCollum. But since we're in a a double up mood today, give you the daily double as well. And this is a a little shout out to our friends up in Tallinnasty, which is just a terrible city in the state of Florida. How dare you? How dare you write on a bedsheet that Pitbull sucks? How dare you, Tallahassee, do that? Miami man. Florida man. (laughs) Song for today, which actually would work for our one sentence song lyric too. Fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. That was technically two, two. syllables. Those two. Yeah, we're talking about one note. Something you can do in one note, and everybody wants to finish it. Some that's buddy. A really, that's See, a really it's good, a good one. one. It's a really good that one. That might be elite. <laughs> that might be elite. That might be top five. So um, Fireball by Pitbull. And don't you ever dare disgrace his name against Nulls fans. I see you. All right, then. Well... Um, someone has strongly worded letters they're going to send to uh, everyone in Tallahassee. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's go to sports. Sports! Give us the NBA update, Josh. Let's go. The Golden State Warriors are still good. The Chicago Bulls, still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> still pretty good. Still pretty good. I might be wrong on that one. We're going to see. Although they did just lose Vooch. So. Yeah, they, they did. But look, my thing is, if I called one that you didn't call, I'm going to be really excited because you are the... NBA guy, yeah, on this podcast. No uh, Lakers, did did we? <clears throat> should we? Ryan, did you happen to uh, see that Lakers Miami Heat game? Did you did you see that one? Did you catch that? <laughs> no, LeBron. I live bet it, and it wasn't fun. That was not a fun <laughs> night. That was not a fun night. For those uh, of you at home, the Lakers beat the Heat by three in overtime. Wow. Miami has not uh, been uh, on a roll lately, to uh, put it lightly. 
They the heat have cooled for sure. Tyler Hero, <laughs> not the hero you wanted, but the hero you deserved. Oh. I do love me some Tyler Hero. Now, can we can we be can we I, be close to Jimmy I'm, Butler was injured and left that game early and did not play on the second of back to back. No LeBron. They had no, they had Lebr- no they had, LeBron, dude. No and LeBron. we were we were without our superstar too. So, well, I I go back to what I said last year and the year before that when I disliked him greatly for shooting a three for no reason at the end of a game that ended up costing me something. But I don't think Tyler Hero is as good as everybody says he is. He was terrible last year. He's been better at the beginning of this year, but he is not that dude. Basically, oh, you just wait. Oh, you just wait. Oh, buddy. How dare you? He had you? basically four good weeks in the bubble, and now everyone is losing their minds. It's it's Mario Chalmers, okay? Mario Chalmers had a very, and I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to dump on him, but this is going to sound well, like I, I'm crushing I on him. I sound like I'm crushing Tyler Hero. Yeah. I'm not. I he, think he would still beat me in, in pickup. No oh question. Oh, God. No he question. would destroy any one of us in, in yeah. basketball. It's what he does for a living. He deserves to be in the NBA. I'm not saying anything about that. Not trying to get in the man's pockets. I'm just saying everybody's like, that's the second superstar. And I don't think can he's I, can I, that. Can I, can, I give you, can I give you a stat for a second? Just because, you know, you all are crapping all over my, you, my all right, hometown if this guy. stat is based off of this year, which has barely started in the NBA, I would like you to loop in all of his stats from last year and add it to whatever you're about to tell us. I'm 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 giving you a this year statistic because Tyler uh-huh. Hero is a different player this year than he was last year. Tyler Hero currently has more 20 plus point games this season, nine than these players: James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. Okay. Well. What's, okay. And what's <laughs> what's the standings for the Miami Heat? They're eight and five. That's pretty good. It's fine. It's okay. It's not. They're not running away with aren't the they, East like they, you were predicting. Aren't they behind the Washington's Wizards right now in the okay. games? Which, it's a little early. Let's not, let's not, <laughs> oh, let's now not it's early. Oh, now it's early. <laughs> it's early when we point that out. That's fine. <laughs> okay, keep not going. wax poetic about the Washington Wizards, okay? First off, the Washington Wizards are fun. Kyle Kuzma's balling out, and I, I, I may have to so every, everything that I have ever said about that dude. Kuz is a wizard? Really but again, it's what... Look, we are in a very small sample size, guys. We are one eighth of the way through the season. Yeah. We're we're fine. Okay, all right. Yeah. Quick, quick. I want. I like to do this with your NBA analysis, Josh. So worried or not, I'm going to give you a couple of teams. You tell me whether you're worried or not. Okay. Milwaukee Bucks, worried or not, they have lost six of their last seven. I believe. Not worried. Why not? Too much talent. Too much talent. Yeah. It's they've had a lot of injuries. They're going to be fine. It's one okay. little skid. Los Angeles Lakers, worried or not? Not worried. Not worried. After after that Miami Heat win, um, they have blown some stupid games that they were up 20-plus points. That's just, I don't, I can't reconcile that. Right. I'm not defending and, it. And I'm, let me say, since I don't even need to bring up later, because I've, I've stopped talking about them this year, the Texas Longhorns in college football. Oh, I can't wait to bring that up. They, no, no, we're, I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way. They lost in overtime to Kansas. We do not know how to win football games this year, and I felt like that was my concern with the Lakers early on, was they would get up real big, and then they would lose the game. Correct. They would get they, they would finish. get old. They couldn't close. Yeah, they would yeah. get old and go, oh, it's fine. We, we're already up on these kids, and then all of a sudden they lose. They're going to be fine. They're they're figuring it out. They're still terrible at defense, but they will figure it out. Last but not least, Dame Lillard's Portland Trailblazers. Worried or not? Worried. 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 Sell big. Oof. Sell now. Like this is 
It's it's over. It's over in Portland. The whole wow. CJ. Are you are you firing Chauncey Billups? Like I'm not firing Chauncey nine Billups. Games in? But the the Dame Lillard CJ McCollum thing needs to be over. It needs to be done. They need to trade one of them. Ideally, you trade CJ. I don't know what you're going to get for him. I don't think not not, 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 enough, not enough. Not yeah, enough. That's the problem. So, all right, give us your one highlight that you have not talked about yet because you've you've waxed poetic about the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Give us your other highlight. It can be a player. It can be a team. I don't care. Luka Doncic is good at basketball. I know this is not groundbreaking <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> oh my god, I do Today's not. Also under, Monday, I do not understand that dude shoots all of his game winners from the exact same spot on the left corner of like not the corner three, but the left wing of the three. And for whatever reason, everyone still lets him drive left and shoot from there. Wait, it was makes... he just suspended or who am I thinking of? You think Doncic? No, no you're thinking of Jokic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that okay, was, that, close. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, that was a different thing entirely. And yeah. that was, he needed to be suspended. For that. Correct. Correct. But yeah, I don't understand if, if I was hitting a bunch of game winners from the same spot for the last three years, I feel like someone would maybe, I don't know, stand in that spot and not let me go to there. <laughs> Get over there and defend. Throw the whole team over there and go, you can shoot it from anywhere else but here. But he keeps making them, and he beat the Celtics from that same spot twice now. And, uh, yeah, he's good at basketball. It's pretty fun. Hmm. So about um, that uh, that loss to Kansas, Um <laughs> That was Kansas's first road win in the Big 12 since George W. Bush was president. They had so lost. We're going to college football, I guess. Yeah. 56 straight true road games in the conference. Um, I will wow. also say that that's not the only team that's really, really good in the Big 12 that Kansas has been close with this year. I would like to point to the Oklahoma game. And uh, then I will also pivot to the fact that Oklahoma lost. Correct. This week. I will. The Big 12 is very they're chippy, shaky this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Texas is bad this year. They're, I, they're bad. I'm I'm pretty disappointed. And are I, you giving Sark a pass though, since it's his first year? Like, are you willing to say, okay, like look, well, we Saban, changed, Saban took over and didn't do so well at LSU? No, no, like, no, no. Will, wait, wait, wait. We have changed coaches in Texas so many times over the past decade. It's like. We have not given a coach enough time to be consistent, to be there, to implement their game plan, to be in the division, like to get the right personnel, to to right to do recruit, that, recruit I, the right people. I believe that Sarkeesian is a good coach. Do I believe he's done a great job of coaching these players up after that first loss? No, I don't, and I. I don't know what to think about this year, other than it's just a lost year for the Longhorns. Like Saban went seven and six in year one in Alabama and lost to Louisiana Monroe. So, yeah, like, do you know what you, Texas's you record up. right now is? Not good. So you don't know what Texas's record is? What is it? Seven and six? No. Wow. Five. You really five have five? no idea. <laughs> uh, in in the Big Twelve. Texas is down there near the bottom. They're two and five in conference. Mm. They mm. are four and six overall. Oof. Mm. Yeah. We are below Texas Tech, K State, Iowa State, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. Let's, let's go K State. That Oklahoma was, State, uh, by the way. Oklahoma State's really good, by the way. I just want to make that clear. They are really good. Well, now they have the same record as Oklahoma. They're really good. Yeah. If you rewatch that two point conversion, though. 
Kansas held. Well, I mean, there's okay. Everybody always says this. It's not true, but the the phrase is "there's holding on every play." It just doesn't always get called. But this one is like it was pretty bad. It's but that's, pretty bad. Look, we shouldn't have been in that situation. Anyway. I agree. I agree. You and should I have already we, won it. That's my team. I I love the Longhorns football team. I will continue to root for them. Doesn't matter how bad they are. It's like how the Cowboys have been in the past. I'm not going to change my team. I don't bandwagon jump. You know, I was really excited when the Braves won the World Series. I was sitting next to Freddie Freeman at my table at the CMA Awards this past week. I did not go, oh, man, I'm a huge Braves fan because I'm not. I'd st- I don't. Until I pick, I still have never picked a baseball team. We might have to do a poll for that. Mm. Let the people decide. Ooh, yeah, let go. the people decide, and or then that's just, my team. Or you just wait until they finally bring a baseball team to Nashville since it's I in don't, the talks. I don't want to be a fan of whatever that is. No. They've, they've been in talks for that for like eight years. Yeah. A little inside info mm. here. If you want to be a Rays fan, that might help in the transition to Nashville. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> um, anyway, Oklahoma did lose. And so, who the college top four football? I mean, are they? Do they go top four? Do they? I have no idea. Who were you saying to go top four? Well, wasn't Cincy? Cincy, yeah. That's the question. I think they're in the top four when the playoff gets revealed this week. It'll be interesting. It was a bad week for Oklahoma to lose. This was not not good time. I think the I mean you would you would have to say what Ohio State or Michigan would be the ones to jump into that spot, right? Because for some reason the committee ranked Michigan. What, what are the rankings Michigan from State last week? And this this actually this pisses me off. I, every time you try to look up the the college football playoff rankings, it brings up the AP top twenty five. It doesn't matter how you type it in, what you do. It's like just give me the actual rankings. The AP does not matter anymore. Like I'm, it's great that they think that Cincinnati's ranked number three. Here is your here is your rankings right from now. last week. Yeah, from last week, Georgia is one, Alabama is two, Oregon is three, Ohio State's four, Cincinnati is five. Those are your rankings, and they had Michigan ranked sixth ahead of Michigan State, even though Michigan State beat Michigan head to head. And Oklahoma was ranked eight in the college football eighth, playoff. Eighth, correct. So, do we think it just stays the same this week? Did Oregon lose? I have no idea. I don't think so. I th- okay. For some reason, I thought that Oregon had lost this week. Regardless, but maybe I don't, I don't trust they did this not. committee. No, they did, they did not lose. <laughs> no, okay. They win by a lot. <laughs> no, not, not by a lot, but, I mean, they they won by 14. They beat Washington State. Yeah, they beat yeah. Washington State 38 now they, they do have to play Utah next week, which will be interesting. But, well, I mean, if you look here, here's the thing. If you look at Cincinnati, they beat USF pretty handedly. And then obviously it helps them that um, Oklahoma lost. But Ohio State whooped Purdue and Purdue just upset Michigan State. So I don't think your top four changes right now. Yeah, if anything, I, I could the same. If anything, I could see Ohio State possibly hopping Oregon into the third spot just because they beat maybe, Purdue. But maybe because of that, that's a big win. Um, do, do we think. Which, by the way, I love that they were calling them the Purdue spoiler makers. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, do do we think that even if those swap, for Cincy to make it in, they need one of those teams to lose? That's that's top four, right? Period. Hey, here's the I thing, though. So. Like what? Like Ohio State, if they lose to Michigan, Michigan hops Cincy, right, and gets in. 
because they would, mm. even with one loss, they'd have a better record. So you need what you Alabama need, to then have two, two losses. <laughs> yeah. You need, oh you God. need Alabama to have two losses and lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game. You need Oregon to lose in the PAC 12 championship game. And you need Ohio state to lose in the, in the big 10 championship game, which oh even if that happens, that's, that's total chaos. You're and I still don't make it daily. You're never going to make it. What is Cincy's record right now? They're undefeated. Tennessee. I, oh. but they, I hate the football committee with this bull. <laughs> you just caught yourself. Thank you. Uh, Saved me. An edit. Didn't even require an edit. You um, missed an edit last week. I didn't miss it. I just let he it left it in. I he left just it let in it on go. purpose. All right. Uh, well, you know who's not in the top twenty-five? Florida. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna leave Florida and UCF both alone. Oh, I, I well, my team didn't celebrate in the locker room after beating Samford. So, well, we had seventy, but also they're probably gonna get rid of Dan Mullen. So. <laughs> They'll fire anybody that doesn't that that whole alumni thing is. They, all all you want is for the Bears to fire Matt Nagy. And that's all I want. Get it. Um, <laughs> NFL, the Bears, they're on a bye week. You can't lose this week. Yay! Yay. Uh, no, but Ooh. since we had a Monday night game, can we talk about that game really quick? You want to talk about that game? I do because okay. obviously I'm just gonna preface, <laughs> preface this whole thing. There you go. It, it, it's really bad when um, the the refing committee comes out and goes, "Yeah, we messed up." Like you guys handed that game to the Steelers. Like we had a lot of our own mistakes. I know that. I know that for a fact. But towards the end, there they were like, "Nope, nope. We're gonna we're gonna just make sure you lose." The Steelers couldn't even beat the Lions. Yeah, to the okay. Can I say this? So, if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, Tom Palesero. Sure, I don't know. The NFL Network reporter. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Great. Wow. Well, good for him. Good for Boom. me. Boom. <laughs> Anyways, but Friar but private Friar privately members of the NFL's officiating department who reviewed the game acknowledged that referee Tony Carante and his crew erred on at least three separate critical calls and non calls that went against the Chicago in that 29-27 loss, including a low block penalty on the Bears that nullified a Justin Fields touchdown pass. Sources with familiar uh familiar with the league's thinking said officials also missed multiple penalties by the Steelers including a late hit on fields that would have given the Bears a first and goal on the same third quarter drive in offsides by multiple Steelers on uh, Caro Santos, 65-yard field goal attempt that fell short and time. Cairo, Cairo Santos. I said Kai, yeah, I said Caro. But anyways, to the fact that they can admit. I, I don't disagree, but here's the problem. There's nothing you can do about it. No. It's still a loss. An L is an L. But he took an L. When even Steelers fans are like, y'all should have won that game. That's bad. Oh, there were people posting like and not to mention the Steelers player of the game, and it was like a ref in a Steelers <laughs> in, in a yellow and black yeah. uh, instead of stripes. black and white stripes. No, but that ref deserves to be suspended. He does. He hip checked the poor kid. That one was tough. That's that's a tough watch. If he you're gonna, you see him take his, they, Did you see where they find him too? Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. They, they find, find they find the player? Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Ca- yeah. Cassius Cassius Marsh is his name. Yes, and they find him for <laughs> for the excessive taunting. Which I again, if you look, I mean, there was the high leg kick, which is very impressive. By the way, have Time you ever out. seen someone do that? That was impressive. I I said this, and I, I still stand by this. Does the guy need to do the celebration and then walk towards the bench, the other side of the field? No, but look. 
when people get an interception now on the defense, the whole team runs down and acts like they're in a kayak, like <laughs> like in line. The whole team runs the other end of the field into the end zone and like poses and does all stuff. Just let them do it. I thought we agreed we were gonna, and that's not taunting. No, he that's didn't not even taunting. Say, fun he league. It's the no fun league. But they, I thought we were away from that. I thought we had gotten away from being the no fun league by allowing people to celebrate touchdowns and interceptions and do whatever they want now. And look, that guy got a sack that is going to salt that game away. He's celebrating. He didn't talk to the bench. He walked over there and stared him down and let him know. Now, what's different from that and the entire team running down the field? He didn't put hands on anybody. Nope, he the ref put hands chirping. on him. The ref did back right into him, and it looked really it's intentional. It's not great. Did you see? Did you see the ref? By the way, when he threw that flag, that was like Steph Curry form, where he just held the three up, like he was like the and oh. is in the air. He was proud of that. By throw. the way, you know that he didn't throw that flag because of taunting. No, he was going to be like uh, the guy ran into a referee. Yeah, they, and then someone got a hold of him and was like, "Don't throw it for that." He huh? definitely had the Steelers on the money line. No, but wow. again, that, that whole that, situation. I just think kidding, refs, just kidding, just kidding. The opinion of Ryan Bass is not the opinion of everyone at the quad. It's <laughs> only legalese. Yeah. I think refs should be held accountable just as the players are. They're not going to be. Which is. They're never going to be. It, it, the whole situation is BS. And I, I, I have lost a lot of faith in the NFL after this whole season of these BS taunting calls and over celebrations and just anything stupid like that. Meanwhile, it takes two different like <laughs> blow ups by Metcalf and him literally grabbing another player by the face mask and like shaking him around to get him ejected. Yeah. It, it, it makes no sense game. whatsoever. L- little inconsistent yeah. league, uh, across the league. Um, the notorious flag league. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, do you want to talk about your chiefs? Let's go. They're back. They are back. They no, are back. I, I don't believe in them still. Sorry. <clears throat> Yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the longtime rivals, Oakland slash Las Vegas slash Los Angeles Raiders, 41 to 14, which warmed my heart. Warmed my heart. Here's the thing about the Chiefs. We are now back to first place in our division after a terrible start to the year and one of Patrick Mahomes' worst months of his career since he's been drafted. Here is the list of AFC teams that have more wins than the Chiefs. Are you ready? The Tennessee Titans and that's it. Now, the Bills have not played as many games as you. Correct. So there's that. You're also tied with there's Patriots, the Bills who still have a game left to play, the Ravens. I'm I'm just saying we are we are not dead in the water like we were three weeks ago. But do no. I believe do I believe it? No, I'm after this weekend we will know a lot about both your and I's teams. Because I don't I don't think so. I think we already know what the Cowboys are. The Cowboys are good. What was that Denver? And what was game Denver? Though? Yeah. What, what was that? Okay. What did I say last week? What was I preaching? Basically Calm. an anomaly. There's that one. There's the one anomaly. Every now and then you lay an egg. Tampa Bay. What are you looking at me for? My team's won two straight. I got the longest winning streak on the pod. Um, no. <laughs> nope. That's actually untrue. <laughs> the Chiefs have won the last three. 
Now they the second longest winning streak on the pod. Two previous games, but they won. A win is a win, right? Wins we, win. It's a win is a win in the NFL because anyone can lose any week. I go back to multiple different teams losing really strange games against someone they do not normally play. The Cowboys lost to the Broncos last week, right? Makes zero. Everybody's sense. like. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. We were missing Tyron Smith on our line. Both of our number one and number two wide receivers were playing injured. Um, Zeke Elliott went out for a little bit with an injury. Dak was out of rhythm because he was coming back after not playing for multiple weeks. I point to the Seahawks-Green Bay Packers game, which ended in a in a much higher score than actually occurred in that it game. In the be fourth quarter, yeah, it was 3 nothing. 3-0, yeah. Why? Because neither one of those quarterbacks were in rhythm. They Neither one of them had played in the past couple weeks. I, I do think that's important. I'm not making excuses. They laid an egg. But as long as you're not doing that on a regular basis, that's going to happen in the NFL. And I point not only to Tampa Bay losing to the Washington football team, I point to the Jaguars beating the Bills. I point to you know Kyler Murray being out and the Cardinals getting thumped by the Panthers. That was wild. I, yeah, that was so weird. But got that the It can happen. The yeah. Titans losing to the Jets. I mean, it's going to happen as the NFL. Yep. All of these teams are good. Those same those same uh Denver Broncos just lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Who are yeah. not good. <laughs> well, I mean, again, we're 9 games in. Right. 10 games in. Depending on if you had your bye week. There's a lot of football left. <laughs> it's like basically another there half is. of a season. I know. And everybody's like panicking or being like, yes, we're going to beat the world. I'm like, it could be either at this point. There, there's nobody that's undefeated. This has actually been a fairly interesting season of parody. Yeah. If there is really, somebody who's defeated, though, and has a tie, that's the Lions. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> somebody posted, you can't go 0 17 if you tie. <laughs> I was like, that's not funny. But it but did it make is. me laugh. Um, oh, it's so good. I felt, and I've got friends that are Lions fans, and it's just like, oh, they've been through a lot. Um, it it will be interesting to see what happened, but case in point, the Cowboys come out and absolutely smack the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Like, bad. It. I got off the plane landing <laughs> in Florida, and it's like, why is Cooper Rush in? And then the score updated, and I'm like, oh, it's 43-3. to three. That's why Cooper Rush is in. <laughs> Zeke already has two touchdowns. Like, CeeDee Lamb already has two touchdowns. We can, like, relax. Dak, Dak had three, <laughs> yeah, did, almost did 300 you see yards. Atlanta trolled themselves on Twitter because there was a 28-3 to three score, and they're like, we know, guys. We know. <laughs> I think it was at oh. halftime. I think it was at halftime, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I did. I missed. Is that, that in reference to the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so good, so good. Oh. Can you imagine? Just that score will oh, haunt. Geez. Will haunt them forever. Forever. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, it's there's there's a lot more football left to be played. That being said, this next week will be very interesting. All I know is, for those who like to potentially gamble at home. Smashing the over on the the Chiefs Cowboys should be almost the lock of the century. You think? You don't think it'll be the complete opposite? Have you seen the Chiefs defense? And then we will have to throw. We will. Ha- I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw fifty five so times that game. Here's my thing: How many times did he throw in this game? Fifty. And they win by a large margin. Correct. Instead of trying to. Yep. The, like everything that you've said. 
Well, yeah. So, so and part he of, also was accurate. He was accurate. He settled down. And also part of this, and this was a great point, I reached out to former chief football player, Dante Hall, a buddy of mine. Ooh. And I asked. Good name drop. Yep. And I asked him, <laughs> what's going on? Because I help me understand. You, you know people. You were plugged in. Help me, help me understand what's going on. And he goes, it's real simple. Turnovers need to go down. Running game needs to be there. It doesn't have to be explosive. It just has to be there. And you saw it with Daryl Williams. Ran for, I think, 80, 90 yards. Had a couple wheel routes that were, like we had the wheel route back from when we won the, the Super Bowl, which was open every single time. Throw it into the everybody flat. else was running down the field. Correct. Yeah. And it's like, we went, oh, wait, this is how we won last time. Maybe we should just like, I don't know, play like that again. <laughs> Well, I wish you'd have figured it out two weeks from now. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I think because it's great. Here's, it's here's great. the thing. The, the Cowboys are seven and two. And I guarantee you, if we lose to you guys, everybody's going to be like, see, still the Cowboys. Not good. Get good. And it's just going to be the, the same thing. There's, unless you tie, which no one wants. <laughs> I hope I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> I, it is. One team has to win, one team has to lose. That's it. And week by week, you're going to play people from different divisions that you... Play to win the game, right? <laughs> okay, Herm Edwards. <laughs> um, it, it's it's going to be interesting. I really hope we beat your team. I know you feel the same way about that towards me. <laughs> we... <laughs> We need the win more than you do. <laughs> I don't think so. I think this would actually, uh, you know, put a lot of stuff to bed for people that are going, are they for real if we beat the Chiefs after last week? Because now everybody, if you, it's funny, over the past two weeks, even though they were winning, all of the sports analysts, everybody's talking about what's wrong with the Chiefs, what's wrong with the Chiefs. They come out and beat the brakes off the Raiders, and now they're like, did we call them done too soon? And, we buried them oh too early. Oh my God, they're great. And it's, I don't think they're, they're, I don't think they're great. I don't, um, just to be clear. It's a big game. It's, it's a gonna, big game. It's going to, yeah, it's going to shape a lot of the NFL. Yeah. All right, enough um, with your, your squats. Can we talk about the, the Tua and O Miami Dolphins in the last no two one weeks? Or what? They're, they're three and seven, and they're one win above the Jets. I would like to read <laughs> you a headline courtesy of our friends at ESPN.com. Shall we? You're three and games I quote, behind the Bills. And, and the I quote, and I quote. Mac Jones looks great, by the way. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, did you want to talk about your team, Ryan? Go ahead. And I quote, Dolphins in playoff hunt, question mark. Win streak, favorable schedule. Make it a possibility. The Dolphins, over their next few games, four opponents, a combined 9-17 and 17 record. They play the Jets, they host the Panthers, they host the Giants, and then play the Jets at home after a bye. I'm just saying, guys, I'm smelling, I'm smelling a little comeback here second half of the season. I'm thinking 7-7 seven and seven Dolphins is going to happen. 500 in a wide-open AFC I've got faith in Miami, baby. Let's well, go. Playoff bound Dolphins. Unfortunately, you played the Jets twice within four weeks, and the Jets have looked, outside of last weekend, really, really good. Um, they, like I said, beat the Titans, snuck up on them when they were least expecting it. They have the same record as you, but I think they've already had their bye, so they still need to play one more game. Um, they also, uh, the Dolphins, have played and lost to the Jags. The Falcons, 
And uh, you barely beat the Texans. You must be so proud. <laughs> I am jacked up for Sundays and Dolphins football. Okay, they just demolished the potential MVP, MVP of the league in Lamar Jackson. Made him look silly on Thursday night. You put some respect on Brian Flores' defense, okay? The Raiders beat you. The Colts beat you. We liter- I literally have a screen grab of you going... They're right. two of the savior, and then yeah. 18 minutes later, you're like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> I look. This is not an excuse. Y'all, y'all did beat the Ravens. You beat the Ravens. Can't take that away from you. You did. It's a, a Thursday night game. A lot of people have been beating the Ravens, though. It's a Thursday night game. Thursday night games are weird. For sure. Just I'm actually seven highly concerned seven. about the Cowboys because they play Sunday and then Thursday because of Thanksgiving. Who do you play? The, the Raiders. So we've got you'll be all right. Two teams that we don't see all that often. It's, it's you'll be, you'll be, be interesting. Awesome. You'll be all right. It's going to be interesting. So, yeah. Uh, also, you, you <laughs> what what easy games are you seeing here for yourself? Well, Jets, look, Jets too. Little, little, little Carolina Panthers. Look, I'm not all in on the Cam Newton hype. All right, pipe down, bro. You scored two goal line touchdowns. Is this if your I was Aaron that Rogers big, is washed up. Come on, take get out of here, okay? <laughs> I could I could score two goal line touchdowns if I look. No, by, the way, <laughs> by the way, no, you can't. Uh, you couldn't even score that on the three of us. <laughs> also, I, there's there's four games in that stretch that you're talking about. I guarantee you, you lose at least one of them. Even if you ran three games out of like that stretch, you then finish the season with the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. And look, we, look, those are playoff-bound games. Those are what Sundays are made of, baby. And the Dolphins are going to come into that game 7-7, seven and seven, ready to roll with a chance to clinch a spot in the playoffs. Not going to happen, Ryan. It is a lock that they are losing at least two of those. A lock the next four. of the next four. They are. It's a lock. Ooh. A lock. All right, let's let's put a little friendly lunch sure. wager. Oh, here we go. First of all, y'all need to start living up to your damn bets. Uh, we are. We were we, just talking about that yesterday. We, me and Rye. It's okay. I know. I backed way off the mic, but it's okay. That's weird. what what, what kind of action you want on this, Ryan? I want lunch on you if the Dolphins win are over five hundred in their next four games. If the Dolphins. Are under five hundred, or if they're two and two, I will buy lunch. That's how it goes. So you have to win. You have to win three. Three. You have to win three or four. Lock it in. Done. No bourbon steak action for lunch can be fun. Sure, sure. <laughs> Go for lunch. I don't think they're open for lunch. Doesn't Sorry. matter. Well, we're, we're gonna, gonna make we're open, gonna open, open it up anyway. Okay, cool. Josh is running out bourbon steak. All right, let's go to movies. Movies. Finally, I get me an animated movie in here. So excited. From 2007, rated G. Family comedy. One hour and 51 minutes. Ratatouille. Um, This has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely it does. And a 93% on Google users likes. Sounds about right. It's fantastic. Unassailable. So... Remy dreams of becoming a great chef, despite being a rat and <laughs> definitely rodent-phobic profession. He moves to Paris to follow his dream, and with the help of hapless garbage boy Linguini, he puts his culinary <laughs> he puts his culinary skills to the test in the kitchen. But he has to stay in hiding at the same time with hilarious consequences. Remy eventually gets the chance to prove his culinary abilities to a great food critic. But is the food good? Question mark. A Pixar animation. I don't know why they had to add that at the end. Legally, like, I guess. <laughs> legally, Pixar makes you at it. 
Um, Brad Bird, director, fantastic. Uh, if you don't know who Brad Bird is, just look up some of the stuff he's been a part of. Um, he did he did the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, fantastic. But this was uh, June 29th, two thousand seven was the release date, and a box office of six hundred twenty three point seven million dollars. That's a lot of money. Wait a minute, Bird yes. did The Simpsons, which is crazy. Oh yeah, his resume is insane. Yeah. He's done a lot, man. He's done a lot. So uh, the cast of this movie is pretty wild. Um, you have Patton Oswalt, who is Remy, Will Arnett, Lou Romano, Brad Garrett, Peter O'Toole. It, Brad Bird's actually <laughs> a, a character in it. Uh, Janine Garofalo. I mean, it's it's a stacked cast, right? Um, I uh, <laughs> Brian Dennehy. <laughs> um, I I loved this movie. This is this is such a cool movie from from a lot of perspectives. So as we've already alluded to on this podcast, I, I think Brian, do you like cooking? I love cooking. I'm not very good at it, but I, I do like it. I was going to say I I know me and Josh and Haley do. So I this I, I was more curious. That, have, have have any of you had the dish ratatouille before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I have I, not. I have not. I have not. Really. We're going to have to find somewhere that has good ratatouille then. What is I mean, it? So, so it, let, it me, was, let me describe it as, as listed on google.com. Um, ratatouille is a dish that is a traditional vegetable stew that was once known as a poor man's meal, but it's now one of the most loved around the world. It's also important to use high quality olive oil as this contributes to the overall flavor of the dish. It is a French dish to, yes. to be. Well, I mean, if, if from the fact that the rat's name was Remy and then it's in Paris. Paris. Yeah, <laughs> and it's in Paris. Yeah. But it's uh, stewed vegetables. Yeah, it's basically, it's the left, it originally was the leftover vegetables and they would just throw it in a pot with some olive oil and some stew, stew and then they would cook it up and they would serve it to people that couldn't afford the nicer meals. Yeah, it's like tomato, garlic, onion, zucchini, eggplant, bell pepper, like... Mm. It's like it's the dish you make when you have just like a bunch of stuff in your fridge, and you're kind of like, oh, I could probably throw like, all this together. And correct me if I'm I'm way off here. D- different kind of food entirely, but it's kind of like have you ever heard the like the stone soup story? Mm-mm. Where it's like all the guy had was he just had a rock, and he goes, "What are you What are you making? Stone soup? Oh yeah, you yeah. have anything you want to put into it? It's great." And so basically starts with nothing and everybody kind of like chips in. And so it's someone just, throws in an becomes, onion. Yeah. It yeah. becomes soup. Yeah. Um, but I mean, now like you look at photos of it and it's like, it looks like that. Like, I mean, they, they've oh. way, they've, way <laughs> upscaled. Yeah. yeah they, they've made it fine dining almost yeah. at, at this point, but it, it was originally like a, like peasant food. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, back to the movie. We're, I, we're, I cannot say enough. If you like anything about animated films and you love good movies that are going to make you emotional and actually have like a, a really intriguing plot with an interesting twist and being able to add cooking into it and add like living out your dreams. I, it hits all the marks. Yeah, it hits all of those for me. And I, I love it. It's one of my favorites of all time. I want to hear what you guys said. Where does this rank in Pixar movies for you? For all of you? I I would I would have to make a list. I I can't say that off the top of my head. 
This is my the incredible. The Incredibles was Pixar, right? Was the yes. Incredibles Pixar? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would probably put the Incredibles above Ratatouille, but it's close. It's definitely close. It is my favorite Pixar movie, and it's it, it's not close. Really? Yes. There you go. Because I, you love food. I mean, I love food, but also um, I like that it is not the typical hero storyline. Like it's an actual plot and a story that you find yourself emotionally invested in and you're like that this is, this is a rat i mean yeah but it yeah there's there's a reason why they kind is of set Monsters it up that inc. way pixar yeah here's okay. the thing these are these are pixar movies this is why i said i have to make a list monsters inc brave finding nemo ratatouille cars toy story wow. the incredibles wally yes wally um, yeah Coco, which is criminally underrated. Yeah, Coco's great. Coco's Inside really Out was great, too. I liked Onward. I mean, it, it, there's a lot there's of a Pixar lot. movies, yeah. yeah. I would imagine I would imagine Toy Story would come up number one on most people's list, no? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but I think that's also... That's the nostalgia part. Yeah, that's nostalgic to a lot it. of people. It, it is. And I, I totally understand why it would be. But... I, I mean, I wouldn't go. This has a better plot, though. Ratatouille has a better plot than Toy Story does. Well, especially Ratatouille. after they got to like Toy Story 81. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, like the impossible dreams and... plot. <laughs> Family. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> I broke Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like wheezing. Oh, God. <laughs> I always thought with these kind of movies too, it would be really funny, even if it was just a scene, to have all of the voice actors acting out the actual scene. Like if you had, I've Pat seen Ma- them do that before. Really? Yeah, like I a think, table read. I would. I think that would be so freaking cool if they, if it was just like a series of shorts where they do one scene from like the kitchen, but it's Patton Oswalt sitting on some who who played uh linguini yeah lou romano's shoulders <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and like making, making him cook like that would just be incredible i feel uncomfortable now thank have you have you seen this you didn't watch this movie did you i completely forgot oh my god <laughs> i completely you were the reason we picked this one yeah i completely forgot i'm sorry have this you is ever such seen a classic no. you've never seen oh my look you need to go watch this it's really good it's really good it's really good Oh, it's happy. It has list. a great plot. It's it's all about achieving an impossible dream. Like there's all the characters have good stories behind them. Like it's just it's excellent. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, a plus from me. This is definitely if you did not watch this this week, we aren't going to really dive into the plot and give anything away. But there's you not going to be any of that. Not any of that. So, by the way, you, you want to talk about the the voice actors acting out scenes? Like, I would love to see like pulling of the hair underneath the chef's hat. Like, that would be fun, right? You yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> that's how they. That's how they talk. They he pulled. Remy pulled the hair. Yeah, it's a, they they worked out a system for him to. Yeah, or like yeah. Peter O'Toole sitting at the table just with his his hands up, like yes, <laughs> yes, feed me, yes, yes. Um, by the way, like weird parallels between this movie and Chef. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the whole food critic thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, better, I love Chef. Better food. I love Chef. Well, then better food. Do we, we use, use that as a movie? Have we done Chef? I'm pretty sure we have. 
I've See, never, we're going to have to start keeping track. I've never seen a movie called Chef or heard of the movie Chef. What? Chef is so good. So good. Really? You've never you've never seen the movie Chef. No. You would love the first like 10 minutes where he dist- where John oh, Favreau yeah. very, just goes very nuclear. Angry. Yeah. Very angry. It's like like angry bear noise, John Favreau. <laughs> um I will say one thing about Ratatouille though. Because if you're going to tell me, like, name the one iconic animated food scene, I would probably go with Lady and the Tramp, right? The spaghetti by candlelight scene. Like, I don't feel like Ratatouille has anything like that. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you went back and watched Lady and the Tramp? It's been a long time, but I don't, I don't need to go back and watch and just know just the, the uh, Right, but again, I think scene. that is, I think you're also romanticizing the fact that it's a scene that so many people know because that was the really not the very beginning, but really the advent of popularizing animated films from Disney. And it's the scene of them eating the, the spaghetti noodle and meeting in an accidental kiss. And mm-hmm. so everybody's used that in so many things as kind of a callback. That's not really the movie that you think. It no, is. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying there's that, that is an iconic scene, whether or not it is the movie you think it is. You, some kind you of jarring of scenes in that movie. <laughs> There are some jarring scenes. Yeah, when you, when you actually dig into that one. Um, okay. What about for next week? Red Notice? Netflix? I want to see that. It, I Obviously, I've only heard good things about it. So Any movie with Dwayne Johnson in it, I'm in. So we're all in agreement? Red Notice? Yeah, let's do it. You give me you give me a Dwayne Johnson film, I'm all in, baby. Let's go. I, I, we haven't even mentioned Ryan Reynolds yet. It's just, I know. Anyway. Ryan Reynolds is the, the seller there. Yeah. Okay. We're going to watch that. Make sure you check it out. And uh, let's go to the hot take. Hot take! Now, correct me. We've never done this as a hot take before, have we? We have not. Okay. There are so many iconic scenes in movies where a song really makes the scene. All right? And you can pick classic movies all the way up to now. And the only reason I'm picking this one is because this is like something that made me love it so much. And and there's, there's a lot of situations where in superhero films, especially recently, um, take guardians of the galaxy, for example, there are great songs that match with the scene or have a lyric in the song that, that matches the tone of what they're trying to do. Right. But if you ask me the best one the best one where the music sets up the scene it was it was good before and now it is great I, if you play it without the music it's not the same doesn't matter how cool it is but it's also a cool scene it's the scene with quicksilver and x-men where it's time in a bottle playing in the background by jim croce wow did not did not see you i going know there. i know it's so that's it, so new but man when that happens, like just go look that scene up if you don't know what I'm talking oh, about. It, it makes it, it is perfect. Because it is perfect. Because when you're actually listening to the song, you go, Oh my gosh, this is this is wonderful. I mean it's from Days of Future Past, by the way, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you really want to find it on the internet, look up Quicksilver Kitchen Scene. I I love the way they shot it. It's it's, I, an, it's a great moment. That's kind of the first moment you really see him 
effectively use his powers in like a sort of fight scene. Although there's not much fight because of how good he is. Um, and for me, I don't know if you guys ever grew up listening to time in a bottle by Jim Croce, but I love that song so much. And, um, so it's like it's an, just it's the perfect melding of what that is. It's not leaning too much on the song. It's not leaning too much on the action, but it wouldn't be the same if they weren't together in that one scene. And to me, I, I just think that is just chef's kiss. If we're gonna like call back to the well, and, and it's like <laughs> great. It's the intersection of great song plus superhero movie. It's like oh, this is yeah. And not directly what for you. Yeah. No, who would have ever expected them to go, hey, all right, so for this X-Men movie, we're going to use time in a bottle. Yeah. I, it's good. Whoever was in charge of, of... Music supervisor. Yeah, for that movie, kudos to you. Very smart. Very smart. I think I'm going to play to the crowd here. Yeah, I because, thought you was. I know exactly yeah, where you're know, going. I, we know I, what I know you're exactly where you're going. So, and this is, it gets me every Friends single in time... Every single time I see this movie, it is the most iconic song movie scene in filmography history. And it is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion in the scene on the Titanic. Go away! You can't take that song! <laughs> That's twice he scooped you. <laughs> I like You're this scooping bear, me, by right? the way. This is, You're this is amazing. You're kidding me. You know how I feel about that song in that movie. Every, every, what? Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet. It is the most iconic scene. I quit. The dulcet sounds of Celine Dion as she has her arms outstretched over the front of the boat as Jack is holding her. Oh, Jack and Rose, my favorite couple of all time. My heart will go on. Celine Dion on the front of the ship of the Titanic. Just an hour before she then lets him drown to his death. Someone, someone, and I'm going to try to make this as polite as I possibly can. You're so can. rude. You're so rude. No, you can't no, no. enjoy that one scene? God. So, I, I'll tell you guys all fair. I can't, I can't even do it because I think I know what you're, what you're going to say. I, someone, someone basically gave their synopsis of this movie by saying, this is about this old lady that went out into the water to remember a hookup she had one time. <laughs> Titanic is the story of an 87 year old woman yeah, recalling her, a flashback. recalling cheating on her, on her fiance oh. while on a cruise ship and then making sure that he died so that there's no, no evidence, no oh evidence of the whole thing. Can we just enjoy this scene, please? All right. Can we just I, enjoy the, all right, the here's instrumental? That could okay. be any song. That could be oh, any no, song. No, 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 Absolutely no, no, Absolutely not. No. That is... No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Josh I, understands what I'm saying. I'm think, not saying that that song is not fantastic. It, I'm not and saying it's a that perfect scene fit. is not iconic. It's a perfect fit. But did the song make the movie better or did the movie make the song number one? Who was actually winning in this whole situation? The song or are made they the both, movie better. Are they both great, but they could have been great separately? Correct. They are great as they are, but the instrumental, the intro instrumental to my heart will go on as that scene is playing on. It is perfect. Yeah. They, yeah. they, yeah. they, comp they complimented themselves. I think together just made it that 
explosive. I'm, and I've said this to you, and again, I'll say it again. Being, I think it is the number one song that came out of a movie that became famous. Not. Yes, absolutely yes. not, because yes. we've already talked about the Bodyguard before. Yeah, no, still, no. This is the best no. original song from the movie. No, and that's not an original song from that movie. So that that was redone. Okay. Anyway, my point being, you could have put any massive love song in that scene and the scene is the same it's not i disagree i i 100 disagree i i really want this to be stressed that you're not voting on the movie you're voting on the song tying yeah. in with this movie scene it's the best use of a song alongside a scene in a movie yep. we're not voting for is that movie better than X-Men Days of Future Past. That, of course it is. That song will start playing and I want to start crying because that's what I did in the movie. But that doesn't have... No. No. Yes. Josh, what do you got? This is fun. So, <laughs> so it's a hot take. We got to argue. Because they chose the same one, I'm going to throw one that is not mine that I am very surprised has not come up. This is what I thought Ryan was going to say to just win over the crowd. He went in opposite direction. Don't You Forget About Me at the end of The Breakfast Club <laughs> is like one of the biggest moments of a song and a movie coinciding together. And that is one that everyone across the board thinks is great. And that's where I thought you were going, Ray. That is pretty great. But, but no, Jack and Rose steal my heart. Sorry. <clears throat> right before she makes him die, even though she had room on the on the on the board it's fine um mine however is a movie that was incredibly important to me uh both as a human as a movie watcher as a musician it is the movie almost famous and it's the bus ride scene when tiny dancer is playing and all of a sudden all of their fights are over and they're just all looking around loving each other singing along with this song and that to me is the best but I think we should put uh, Don't You Forget About Me also in there. That'll be the fourth one. All right. I'm down with that. I already know that just by the conversation we've just had, it'll be Celine Dion because everybody loves the song. That's not the point of what this hot take is. The but hot that take makes it, the scene. Yes, it no, is. It does not. I promise you, if you put any other you massive put- love song in there, that if you didn't know already that that song happens in that scene of that movie that does not change that scene whatsoever it, it makes the scene it 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 takes the scene from an iconic scene to one of the all-time goat scenes in a movie ever created. I don't think it does. here's the thing that, if you played, that song elevates that scene if you played, and it makes it the perfect moment ryan if you played whitney houston singing i will always love you in that exact same it song, doesn't go the same there's not the same instrumental it would be the exact same it will be the same. My heart will go on. I think the fact I'm not, again, you're missing my point. I'm not saying that that song is not like goat status. It's awesome. If you start playing, stop humming melodies, right? Just. <laughs> I'm not saying that if you play that song, that that song is not goat status. I'm not saying that that movie is not goat status. I'm saying that if you remove that and replace it with any other Thank you for muting Ryan. If you replace that with any other song that is that great and is a love song, 
I, I don't think you would know the difference. Now, if you're saying now that you've seen it, it's like, well, that's not the song that goes in that movie. Yeah, sure. I get it. I, I just, I don't know. I think, I think it's going to win, but I don't care. Yeah, I, I, don't I, care have, I have my opinion on this. That's why I brought it up so that we can have this moment. All right. Thank you guys again, as always, for listening to the quad with Chris Young. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support. Definitely go vote for your favorite in the poll. And from Haley, Ryan, and Josh, we'll see you next week. And we're out. Is that better? Yep. What yeah, was, was it? A, it was the cat water fountain. <laughs> I want to leave okay. this in now. No. <laughs> Should we leave it in? We have to. Should we leave it in? I'll cut, I'll cut it and I'll put it in the end. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. That'll be the end of today. Uh, ben, Bentley's, just Bentley's, got a, Bentley's got to hydrate too. Okay. <laughs> We are on, and uh, <laughs> as of right this second, I know we've talked about it uh, a lot, but um, we will be adding a video element. We're we're working in how we want to kind of do the the grand reveal for that. But um, I was hearing something at the beginning of the podcast, and evidently it was Ryan's automatic cat water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley's got a lap of luxury over there. I know. <laughs> Hey, look, I want you to show you, because this is going to be a video medium soon. This is Bentley now at his, at his water fountain. Now, sad, because oh, there is no water coming he's out. He's like, what the hell? So I just want to show you guys. He is now, he's, he's a, now a depressed kitty, and now my camera's falling, so this is great. All right. <laughs>